You're listening to the Gavel and Pestle Podcast with Darshan Kulkarni. The Gavel and Pestle Podcast, where the law of the land intersects with the business of pharmacy. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Pharmacy Podcast listeners. You know, I have promised segments, and we're really trying to build out these segments of the show. Institutional pharmacy was really where I started in technology. Technology has always been a big topic of discussion for podcasts. And we thank so many of our sponsors who have come forward with excellent stories about how technology is really changing the business of pharmacy, making things much more efficient. Workflow, um, our sponsors of the 300th episode was uh, um, the, the one and only McKesson. Obviously, we all know they're very deep into pharmacy technology. I also promised a segment on specialty pharmacy. Specialty pharmacy is just taking the industry. It's just explosions of, uh, of activity and different things happening and uh, disease state uh, quantifiers and what we're doing as an industry to ensure better patient care. Another facet of our industry, probably one that I really know the least about, which I'm excited to announce today, is the world of how law affects the industry, how it affects you as a pharmacist, how it affects you as a pharmacy owner, someone in the management team that really needs to have your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the regulations out there, what's happening in state law, federal law. And today I'd like to announce the very first episode of the Gavel and Pestle podcast. The Gavel and Pestle podcast. You can find that gavelandpestlepodcast.com. And with me today to kick off the new segment, the new show, is Darshan Kulkani. He is a PharmD and a a lawyer. Welcome to the Gavel and Pestle podcast, Darshan. Thank you so much for having me, Todd. I'm really excited to be part of this. So you and I uh, linked up through LinkedIn and through uh, Twitter um, several months ago, and I was very excited to bump into you. And you have really been um, incredible, especially on Twitter, just sending out uh, information throughout the Twitter sphere to your followers, uh, very pertinent information about the industry. Um, I'd like you to tell the listeners a little bit about your background and um, also give out your Twitter handle so when they're listening, maybe they can actually look you up and, um, and, and just let us know about uh, your, your passion for pharmacy and, and the law. Um, that's, that sounds great, actually. Thank you, Todd. Um, so as Todd mentioned, uh, my name is Darshan Kulkarni. Uh, I'm based out of Philadelphia, and I'm a pharmacist who's also an attorney. I, um, I still work uh, as a pharmacist, keep my license going and all those good things. But I also am a lawyer who works uh, in FDA-regulated law and working with uh, issues that the FDA might have. So um, the Gavin Pestle is literally a cross-section of what I do. Um, I work with everything from compounding pharmacies to manufacturing facilities to what we now have, what are called outsourcing facilities, which are types of pharmacies uh, that not, not a lot of my clients have heard of. Um, I still teach at the University of the Sciences where I am visiting professor, and I, um, I teach in a variety of courses, including bioethics and compliance and enforcement and all of those kinds of courses. Uh, the University of the Sciences used to be previously known as the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy, 
It was the first college of pharmacy in the Western Hemisphere. Um, I've taught at Temple Pharmacy School, uh, Temple Law School, I've guest lectured in um, a variety of different schools, Drexel, uh, University of Southern California, uh, University of Florida, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's, it's just been a great ride. Um, I uh, have written a, a couple of chapters for the American Bar Association's flagship book on pharmaceuticals. Uh, they have a book out there called Pharmaceutical and Medical Device Law, Regulation of Research, Development, and Marketing. And we recently included a brand new chapter in there on pharmaceuticals, specifically in the context of compounding. Um, I'm one of the authors in that one. We just wrote out the new chapter on it, uh, new new edition with new chapters on it, new updates. So that's going to be part of the book as well. So we're really excited about that. Um, and, and we're taking all of this information, talking about what happened, what are the new changes in the law, and how does that actually affect you, you as the pharmacist? How does that affect you in dealing with your patients? How does that affect you in dealing with your suppliers? How does that affect you in dealing with your vendors? Do you need to worry about these things as you work every day in the pharmacy? What if you want to expand? What if you want to grow your business? What are some legal pitfalls you hadn't even thought of? Uh, what if you want to go into a world where you can expand not just the physical space, but the actual offerings you have? What if you want to focus on pain? What if you want to focus on vet? What if you want to focus on nutraceutical substances? Each of those, we can talk about each one of them. And if you have a specific interest, write in, call in, text us, let us know. You can reach me at FDA Lawyers, and that's my Twitter handle, at FDA Lawyers, L-A-W-E-R-S. And, and we're really, really excited to talk about all these new issues. We want to talk about compounding pharmacies. We want to talk about marketing of pharmacies. Now, there, there are a whole bunch of fines that the pharmaceutical industry has paid. But would you know, and did you know, that pharmacies are paying a lot of fines as well? Here's another thing. You're talking about all these pharmacies registering and doing business in all these different states. Well, that's great. But now, did you know a lot of them have to register? And do you have to register? What do those registrations have to do? Is it just a blanket registration? Can you just fill out one form? Or is it, or is it separate registrations each time? Um, talking about distribution, uh, if you land up compounding, how long do you give your quote-unquote beyond use dates? Uh, how does that work if you're going to send stuff across state lines? Um, what if you want to own a be part owner in a doctor's office or if a doctor's office wants to be part owner of your pharmacy? How are you going to deal with all of those issues? And then I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to talking about the technology aspects of things. How, what, what happens when we start going to automated machines? What happens when we start doing rolling racks in a more significant way? Your Pixis machines. What happens when you have ATMs dispensing medications? And what happens as pharmacy goes from being not just clinical pharmacy, but technology pharmacy? And let's talk about that future coming up soon. Todd, any questions, any comments? Yeah, you know, it, it's the it's the whole ball of wax because I tell you what, it's, it's the part of the pharmacy business that I've been the least comfortable talking about. So I knew I wanted to find a subject matter expert that really uh, was deep into what is the law, how do you navigate the law, what is happening in you know, the side of the FDA. 
I know that you did an article with the great Jason Poquette, who's an avid blogger. Um, he's with the Honest Apothecary. I think you did this back in 2013. You were talking about uh, the explosion out of the compounding industry with uh, with fungal meningitis medication, and uh, that all spilled out. And you really, you were really on top of that the entire time, Darshan. So uh, issues about compounding, issues about specialty pharmacy, issues about bio. Similars. I'm mm-hmm. just excited to, to have you aboard and to kind of guiding us through this. And as you said, if you're listening to the show and you are wondering about something, I want you to tweet Darshan. I want you to tweet the Pharmacy Podcast. Ask those questions. Uh, come on the show and talk with Darshan because this is how we learn with each other of this industry. This is how we pull out different subjects and really start uh, peeling back the onion of the mysteries of law and pharmacy. And and it's it's experts like yourself, Darshan, who really is going to help guide us through this. So we're excited about this. Thank you. Uh, I do want to also point out, because we, we aren't going to know details, we're not going to be talking about specifics. Obviously, I will not be giving legal advice, but I think it's one of those discussions that we're talking generalities, generalities that can help all of us to make uh, – to, to understand the playground, obviously that specific advice may not be right for you, so you should obviously know that. But but this is going to be awesome, and I'm I'm thank you, Todd, for giving me the opportunity to do this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we the 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 beginning uh, three years ago of the Affordable Care Act and and how it affected pharmacy, how it affected our healthcare systems. There's pieces of that that are, are, are coming out. Uh, as you commented, how do you grow your practice? How do you grow your pharmacy uh, without tripping over into um, being uh, fined for uh, so-called what? Enticing of physicians or uh, what's that called? Stark law? Yeah, there are some issues where uh, Stark law would be around co-ownership. So it would be around the physician owning part of your business. There are also things like uh, enticing, like you're referring to, which would be more uh, what's called the anti-kickback law. Yes. And obviously both of them feed into what's called the False Claims Act. And uh, if you look at any recent newspaper, um, there was, I think, a $600 million penalty for physicians and pharmacists who were engaged in these types of relationships. And this is pretty recent. I'm talking in the last week or two, uh, two weeks. So th- this happens very, very often. So you have to be careful. You know what I always wondered about, Darshan, is, uh, is the rewards programs that, um, you know, so many pharmacies, matter of fact, the majority of micro chains, national chains, and even, even the independents are getting involved in these um, rewards programs uh, for, their, for their patients, for their customers to constantly come back to them. That was always a head scratcher to me. It was always like, <laughs> hey, is that, is that teetering on the edge? You know what I mean? Uh, oh, there are definitely edges that you could teeter and fall off of. So uh, you have to be very, very careful about how you engage in those rewards programs and which insurance companies will accept that and which insurance companies should not be given those reward programs. So you need to be very, very careful. Should that rewards program only apply to your front end and not to your back end? Um, these are all the questions we will be answering, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're going to try to get at least uh, one uh, Gavel and Pestle podcast out a month. Um, we'll play it by year based on uh, your busy schedule and, and our coordination schedule. And um, But just to throw something out, um, you know, how, how things have really um, – kind of taken off just in the in the summer of 2016 um 
Pharmacy Times did a, a story called Pharmacy Times launches new series of legislative focus for pharmacists. And, uh, you know, bravo to Pharmacy Times. They've they've always done a great job bringing great news. But this is a, a great time to kind of expand those conversations of what they're putting out there. Um, the leading media source, they're saying, for pharmacists in the pharmacy industry, a new monthly column called Legislative Focus. Well, I'll tell you what, Darshan, I'll pick right up on that and we'll we'll ping pong some issues that maybe even they kick out once in a while. And especially if the listener, if you're listening now and you have some issues that you've read about and you'd like to actually uh, get into the into the mix, once again, at FDA Lawyers, and then that's the Twitter handle. And then what about your website or blog, Darshan? Where can they find more information about your writings or your background? Please, please, please feel free to follow me. I'm, uh, my website is KulkarniLawyers.com. That's K-U-L-K-A-R-N-I-L-A-W-E-R-S.com. Or you can just simply go to ConformLaw.com. That's you comply with the law, you conform to the law. So ConformLaw.com. Um, and the blog is actually right on there as well. So you can follow me up there. You can reach out to me. Uh, if you want to email me, I'd love to hear from you. It's Darshan at conformlaw.com. That's D-A-R-S-H-A-N at conformlaw.com. And uh, I'm really, really excited to hear from you because I've, I've heard amazing things about the listeners. And I know how exciting and, and how vibrant this community is. And I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of it. So what we're also going to do is we're going to put all of those links down in the show notes for Darshan. So if you have a question for him directly or you want to send something over to the show, uh, please mention that you've listened uh, to the show and you heard about it. Uh, but we're excited, and and Darshan, um, um, it, it's incredible to kick this off. I've been wanting to do this for a while. The Gavel and Pestle podcast, and as you said, it's where law and pharmacy merge. And I'd like to talk about a bunch of different topics that uh, that are up and coming. So uh, just stay tuned. But um, thank you so much for being a part of this, Darshan. Thank you so much for having me. You were listening to the Gavel and Pestle podcast, the new podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy and the law of pharmacy, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and we thank you for listening. <laughs>